you've gone too far Cause you know it don't matter anyway You can rely on the old man's money You can rely on the old man's money It's a bitch girl, but it's gone too far Cause you know it don't matter anyway Say money, but it won't get you too far Get you too far It's another episode of Hall of Stokes. Uh, this is a, I guess, a special episode. It's I, the what, what's this? The name of this fantasy league we're in the draft right now with? Uh, the National Fume League. Yeah. So it's a po- we're podcasting during the official draft for the National Fume League. But I am Hall, Danny Hall, and here's Matt and Chris. What's going on? Yeah. What's going on? With uh, Star Wars this week, apparently had a uh, Force Friday stuff going on. Yeah. Well, okay, but wait, let's give yeah. it quick since we literally just finished the draft. All right, let's like, how do you feel about your draft? Like, how do you feel about your teams? Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm I, okay with mine. I got who's into... on your team? Like, who's your heavy hitters? <laughs> I'm a. Well, the last time I, I this is my I took a year off of fantasy football, but the last time I had Antonio Brown as like my like linchpin or my. Well, that's right. You took him first overall. Yeah, so I took him first overall. So hopefully he uh he's my like anchor. He's my my ace. I also got Andrew Luck quarterback, and I think he uh he's due for a bounce back year. Winding up. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I, I hope. I hope for his sake he he can bounce back because otherwise he's gonna I feel like start to be like people are gonna start avoiding him because he's just gonna yeah. become like labeled as so fucking injury prone yeah, after so, this many years. I'm I'm putting my chips on it on on his on that side of the table, so we'll see what happens. If not, I got a Derek Carr to back him up. Nice. But yeah, running out the receivers, I got Crabtree, Emmanuel Sanders, and. Pure Garcon, that's just, I didn't even realize it was in San Francisco, but I saw Pure Garcon, I'm like, I'll take him and put him on the bench, see what happens. Right, yeah, I know I thought about it, but yeah, like I said before, like, I I couldn't honestly think of who's playing quarterback in San Francisco, so I drafted. Yeah. And then, uh, I'm, I'm not sure about my running backs, because I, I kind of just went to auto-draft with them, because I didn't know how to use the app, but I got Todd Gurley and, and uh... Did you do it on your phone? Yeah, I'm on my phone, and I, I didn't quite figure out how the app worked yet. So I got Dalvin Cook and Todd Gurley. We'll see how that goes. Nice. What about you guys? Uh, Chris, what I, do you got? I took, I took Devontae Freeman as my first pick. So, you know, hopefully that goes well. I got Russell Wilson with uh, the... Uh, Ginger, um, Andy Dalton behind him, and you know that's my backup. The red rocket. Red. <laughs> yeah, so you know I hope picked up Gronkowski. I hopefully he has a decent year. I don't think he had that great of a year last year, but he's getting yeah, older. He's had some fucking injuries too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, so we'll see. 
you know, I don't know. I did zero research, so I don't know how to feel. Oh, we're all just fucking flying by the seat of our pants here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I got, I think I took Brady first. Um, got fucking Brady, uh, and Brandon Cooks. That was like, it's kind of a gamble, but I feel like if they start getting, having a really good seat, Brandon Cooks is a beast. Like, if they start clicking, that's going to score me a shit ton of points, the two of them together on the same team. Like, one year I had Drew Brees and Jimmy Graham, like, I think it was last year Jimmy Graham played in New Orleans. Uh, I had two of them, and that scored me just a shit fuck of points, so... I'm kind of banking on that. Yeah, I'm always scared to do that just because I feel like if, if one of them oh, sucks, yeah, yeah, for sure. But it's also like they're both pretty, they're both Pro Bowlers. Yeah, so like I feel like it's, it's not pretty that, safe. That I mean, big of a gamble. I'm pretty sure Tom Brady's gonna make it through this entire season. Like he only had that one season where he was injured, but. Yeah, he's, dude, he's better than he ever has been. Like, I hate to admit it, but, like, he, dude, he's the best fucking quarterback there ever was. Like, no, I, I, after I, last Super Bowl, after watching that last Super Bowl, like, I, I, would ne- I didn't want to admit it before then, but after that, it's like, you can't, I can't really argue it at this point. Like, that was some amazing shit. Yeah, like, I, I was seeing it, I was watching, like, an interview after a preseason game with him, and, like, I think it was in the third preseason game, so he had a couple snaps. But like he, he still looks like he could be like twenty eight. Like, <laughs> it's it, he's a yeah. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's it's sickeningly how good he's been for so long. Well, I guess unless you're a Patriots fan. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm sure if you're a Patriots fan, it's the best thing. It's fucking greatest thing ever. Yeah. But yeah, for anybody else, it's a little much. Yeah, it's like the dream you've always had about like your team, like just going off for a fifteen-year run and we're just rocking up Super Bowls. Well, I mean, to be fair though, like you for your case, like the Steelers have been fucking pretty yeah, much set for like well more than a decade, like multiple Super Bowls to show for it. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm not. <laughs> I mean, the Saints are in a similar position, really, too. Like, you know, they. I mean, they've only won one Super Bowl, but we've been lucky enough to have fucking Hall of Fame quarterback for the last yeah. eleven years. I, I, that's really just the key. Like, but I guess part of it is just if it weren't for the Patriots, I feel like the Steelers would have had multiple Super Bowls, and probably the Saints too. Maybe that's more the Steelers. The Saints have shot themselves in the foot yeah. a million times, really, but. Yeah, I agree. The, but the Patriots are just like unfucking stoppable. Yeah, like they, anytime, like sometimes, like if they play the Ravens in the playoffs, they usually beat them. But other than that, they just wipe through the. If they have Brady and Belichick, it's like that's yeah. pretty much all they need. Like you can interchange all the other pieces around them. <laughs> if they have those two, they're fucking. They're you can't really stop them. Yeah. Uh. All right. Well, shit. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel pretty good about my draft. Danny, you and me are facing off week one, so fucking get ready for for to hit the shit fan. All right. <laughs> where, where do you see the, uh... Oh, well, I'll figure it out, but... The what now? I was just seeing where you can see, like, the, uh, schedule, uh, but I'll... I'm... Oh, yeah, if you just go to, the, like, the league homepage, it should be there uh, on the side on the sidebar. Gotcha. Hey, I'm still in the draft, so I'll just... I'm still picking where I can. 
Yeah, I I can't. I I realize that I can't. My brain couldn't concentrate on on the on drafting and talking at the same time too well. No, I just want to make right. sure I get get one of my favorite kickers. Well, yeah, you got to get your favorite kicker. I mean, yeah. that's like the key, that's really the key to it's like like how George Lucas uh, like Jar Jar is really the key to all this. Like the kicker Absolutely. is really the, he's, he's the kicker is really the key to your whole team. Yeah, he's he's like the rug that ties the whole room together. So I'm biting my nails on these last. This is, I'm in 16 picks, but I'm biting my nails that I could. Uh, I'm not gonna tell who it is, but well. Yeah, you know people are people are those kickers. There, it's it's, it's <laughs> trying to get the right, trying to get the point you want. Oh yeah. Uh, well, shit. All right. Well, as the draft fucking winds to an end, uh, uh, yeah, like Danny said a minute ago, uh, it was just Force Friday. What was how was how was your Force Fridays? Is Decent, actually. I only got one Black Series figure, so. I, I, I like actually did some like hunting just to see what I could see, but like most of the uh, see in my where I work, there's like a mall with like a, a GameStop, a Fye, like all your major like mall carriers, and there's also a Target, a Toys R Us. I think that's it. So I went to all those places, and pretty much they were. For the most part, right, like empty as far as any Black Series figures. Maybe there are a couple right. of one, but they're mostly like the older generations or older waves. But I, uh, did, I did either, what's that? Did either of you guys go at uh, midnight, or did you go the next, on Friday? I went on Friday after work. Yeah, I, I, same here. I uh, I wanted to, but uh. I, li- I live about 45 minutes away from where I work, and the target that the only target I found that was actually doing like the midnight opening was was the one near my work, and I would pretty much have to go drive 45 minutes there, drive 45 minutes my back. So like it, it just didn't make sense. But we'll get. I'm sure we'll get to why I kind of wish I did anyway. But <laughs> um. But yeah, I, I got a port mug. That's my uh. That was my purchase. That was my yeah. That looked, I I was jealous of that. Yeah, but what was what, what? I was actually even kind of more excited that I got this like packet of little posters from the, the Disney store, and it was the it was the uh, the red those like red lighting the Last Jedi posters, and it's like the set. Oh, the character, the character characters. Yeah, posters. The character posters yeah. I said, so who was it though? Because I couldn't quite tell from the picture that you said. Oh, who it was, all it was. It was everybody. So you got. Uh, I think Luke, Leia, Ray, Kyle, like everybody. Oh, um, you got yeah. all of them. Yeah, there's like six of them. Damn, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, I got a uh, a a pretty cool poster from Toys R Us. I didn't. I don't think I've taken taken Jesus taken a picture of it <laughs> yet, but I will. Uh, I'll I'll send it to you. So it's pretty cool though. It's like. Uh, kind of this like foggy silhouette of all these like ATM six walkers, and then you know fucking tie bombers and tie interceptors flying up above them. Uh, it's cool though because there's the ATM six, you know, the gorilla walker, whatever. 
uh, walking along, and then next to it, you see an ATAT or an AT or whatever the fuck you want. You know, apparently, apparently that's something people get real fucking riled up about. Is like which one you say? Like I've said both my entire life. Like sometimes I say ATAT, I usually say AT AT, but then I also say ATST. You know what I mean? Because we just say ATST. That's fucking weird. <laughs> like, but also, who cares about any of like the pronunciation? You know what I mean? Like it's just like one of those things that people get all fired up. But the point being that you see that 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 ATAT uh, next to the ATM six, and it looks like you know like a fucking Chihuahua next to a, a fucking German Shepherd. Like it's like <laughs> that might be a bit of an exaggeration, but like the ad is like way fucking small. Like the the new the new one is a is like fucking a million times bigger than the old walkers which is cool to see this is just like for the picture and the scale for them to be like next to each other it's just a cool poster and it's fucking huge like it's a full-size poster which last year there was a poster that they gave out for rogue one but it was pretty small and it wasn't that i thought it was kind of shitty but uh yeah so that's cool though that you got all those fucking posters like yeah yeah, I was pretty excited about what, that. What else? What What did you? What else did you say you found? Uh, did you get any figures or anything? Well, I I'm probably gonna go back to the Disney store because they seem to have the biggest stock of like the uh, the Hasbro figures, so I might pick up some of those. I kind of want the uh, probably just the Ray and Kylo, but no, uh, I didn't really find any good like Black Series or anything. Yeah, I couldn't brave the Disney store out here because it's in this huge fucking mall, and I yeah. just can't take dealing with going <laughs> in there very often. Yeah, I hear you. But this I, is too much. But I'm I'm glad that was the one place that I I bought something because that's because you had to buy something to uh, get the posters. And I was like, oh, of course, yes. yeah. Like the the cashier's like, so it's Force Friday. Do you want these posters? I'm like, yes. <laughs> See, dude, at Toys R Us, honestly. The second you walk in the door, they hand you a poster and a and a t-shirt. You could just walk out and not buy anything if you yeah. want to. You know what I mean? Like, they're not going to make you. Like, they hand that to you as soon as you walk in the door. So, I guess conceivably, like, I don't know why you would wait there all fucking night just for, and just leave and not buy anything. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, dude, there was a good, decent amount of people, probably, like, 40, 50 people at Toys R Us by the, like, I went at midnight, uh, because I have no life, and that was my, like, my days off right now are Thursday, Friday, so that was just, like, my Saturdays, yeah, like, fuck it, whatever, like, why not, as same, same way it worked out last year, and I was like, all right, fuck it, why not, so I went down there probably, like, 9.30, because uh, last year, dude, even for Rogue One last year, there were people down there, and by people, I mean, like, two or three, <laughs> but they were still down there at, like, five o'clock. Like, while the store was still open. And then they went in the store, walked around, hung out, like, pestered the, the people for information about where things were going to be set up or whatever. And then, like, uh, you know, and then went out and sat down before the store even closed. And then well after. So they, they were there at, like, 5 p.m. all the way till midnight. Anyway, I showed up at, like, 9.30. I think I was the fourth person there. Uh, and... Yeah, it was fun. I don't know. Just fucking shot the shit and hung out with people online for a few hours. And uh, uh, by about 11 o'clock, 
people just started showing up in fucking groves. And then, yeah, there's, I don't know, probably at least 50 people there at the end. Uh, they didn't have that much. Like, the weird thing is, like, I was expecting, you know, and I don't know what it was like in different stores around the country, but, you know, I was expecting Hasbro to finally kind of, like, learn their fucking lesson from two years of sort of fucking it up a little bit with their distribution for Force Friday and then Rogue Friday. Uh, and I was like, oh, you know, they they keep talking. They kept saying in a bunch of interviews how they've learned all these lessons. They're going to figure it out, whatever. So compared to last year for Rogue One, they had way more stuff. Like, this year they had, uh, okay, there was a Toys R Us exclusive, which is like a, a <clears throat> Clone Commander Gree, which is the green storm or clone trooper that Yoda fucking decapitates in Revenge of the Sith. You know, when he, he yeah. tries to fucking kill him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they had two cases of that. And they're like, uh, these are one per person or whatever. And then they had two cases of the newer shit. And they're like, you can only buy one Black Series figure per person. They what? had literally two cases. So that means like <laughs> 14 figures. And there's like <laughs> over 50 people there. And last year they had fucking like, you know. They had cases and cases. They had probably, like, I don't even know, well more than 10 or fucking 12 cases of shit last year. And, yeah, so I looked out. I was the fourth person in the line. And like I said before, I had already gotten the whole first wave, uh, which is pretty dope. Like, I, I'm definitely kept the Thrawn and the Hera and uh, the Luke. Those are all really fucking cool. But I lucked out at this Toys R Us. They said you can only pick one. They had Wave 2, which was cool, which is like General Leia, Maz, like Finn in the First Order, uh, Disguise. Uh, shit, what was the other one? Poe, Poe Dameron in kind of like a Han Solo kind of jacket. Uh, I feel like there was maybe another one that I'm not thinking of. Uh, I think they had the Kylo and the Rey and, and, and uh, those ones too. But yeah, so I managed to score a General Leia, which is pretty dope. Uh, <clears throat> and then, you know, they I had they had a free T-shirt or whatever. That's all I got there though was the Leia because like they really didn't have shit. They had a couple Lego sets, they had some three and three quarter stuff, they had some pops, but like there was a tiny little display. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna fuck out of here. Ran over to the Target next door because it's on my way home. Uh, and it's funny because we we're the guy I was with in line, we were joking about how, like, you know, people who went to Target, like, uh, sit there all night in line, and, like, they're not giving away any free stuff, like, the only free thing they had was a raffle, and, like, you, you know, he was joking, like, well, shit, you could just show up after 12 o'clock and still win that raffle, and then, you know, the person who sat there all night is gonna feel like an idiot, and we're like, ha yeah, <laughs> anyway, so, we showed up, uh, like 1230-ish, or 1220 probably, and, uh, they're still giving out raffle tickets, and, uh, they're raffling off these giant fucking four-foot-tall porgs, and, uh, they, they raffled off, uh, they picked a ticket, and, and the person who, who, uh, you know, whatever the number they called, the guy wasn't there, he had wandered off or left or whatever, 
And they're like, all right. They called his name like or the number like two or three times, and they didn't, nobody said anything. He's like, all right, fuck it. So then they picked another one, and I don't know. It's funny. Like I don't. I never win shit like that ever. And I was not expecting it. I was just kind of like listening, to it, like, oh shit, that's me. And dude, this thing, I can't even like any of the pictures or videos that I've taken of it really don't do it justice. Like for how fucking enormous <laughs> this thing is. <laughs> like. God. I for real, yeah. I for real spent fifteen, ten to fifteen minutes in the P- Target parking lot at like one o'clock in the morning, trying desperately to stuff, I stuff this thing into my car. <laughs> like it, it was fucking ridiculous. Like, cause I tried to put it into my, I, like I cannot stress <laughs> how big this thing is. If I try, I'm six foot three. I have a pretty long wingspan. If I try to wrap my arms around it, I can't. Like they don't touch each other. Like it's. It's like I. It's that fucking huge. Now, like, d- does does it make noise or anything or like? It says that it talks, but I haven't figured out how to make it talk. Like the, <laughs> the tag, I haven't. The tag is still on it, and it says "talking porn." And I, I somebody at the store is like, "Oh, you just have to punch it," and I'm like, "I don't want to punch it." Like, <laughs> you you punch it. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to. No. Like you, all you want to do is hug it. Like. And here's the thing. These things are going for, like, hundreds of dollars on eBay right now. And, like, I I kind of want to sell it, but it's, like, when you hug it... I don't like know. The, how, yeah. thought, the thought of selling it in that moment is, like, sacrilegious. It's, like, <laughs> fucked up. Like, because when you yeah. hug it, it's, like, it's so soft and squishy and, like... You literally can't even wrap your arms around it. It's just like sinking into a cloud. And so it's hard to imagine <laughs> getting rid of it. But also if I can sell it for $500, it's like, can I really justify keeping it? But anyway, it was impossible to get into the car. Uh, but I managed to somehow. I literally couldn't see out of anything except my front windshield on the way back. <laughs> like, I have a fucking, I, I have a mini and like the seats were laid down in the back. Because the dog's usually back there. And I stuffed it, and it filled the entire back two-thirds of the car. And the window. Like, it, I can't... Like, I really can't even... The pictures that it, it really... Even with, like, my dog there for scale in the picture. Like, it doesn't... Like, it takes up so much of my room. Like, when I'm in my room, I want to move to the other side of the room. I have to move the thing back to the other... Like, it takes up half the room. See, they get yeah. I'll I'll be honest. Like, at one part of me is like, I really want that, but then like, you it's kind of a problem. You have to have you have to adjust your life to have a giant porg in it. Yeah, it's it's an adjust. It's a lifestyle adjustment for for sure. Uh, It's it's you know. It's funny, yeah. Somebody somebody offered me a hundred dollars for it on the spot. They're like, dude, I'll give you a hundred dollars for that right now. I was like, "Eh, no, I'm good. But I don't think you'll get another Star Wars piece of memorabilia like it. It's yeah, it's insane. Yeah. Like it's, <laughs> I, it's honest to God, it's big enough that I could gut it and turn it into a costume. And I kind of <laughs> want to. Do you want it to? <laughs> it would be kind of amazing. I, I. Because nobody would have one of those. I really don't know what to say about that, but it's <laughs> something you could do. 
Oh man, I could I could make an amazing costume out of it. And but like, do I really want to sit through the Last Jedi premiere in a Porg costume? Like, yes yeah. and no. That that would be pretty awesome if you it's like figured out dilemma. how to, how to like walk in it too and like. Oh, it has feet it, and legs. Yeah, dude. like it, it has like honest to god, like I literally, if I just took all the stuffing out of it and like built a little like wire frame for it, like I could straight up turn it into a costume with like very little like effort. I could probably figure out a way to make the mouth open, and then I could just watch the movie. I could just open the mouth and just watch it through there. <laughs> like, like I really want like five hundred dollars. That would be awesome. But like, also the potential for just like the hilarity of having that costume is intense. So it's like you know, it's a, it's a, it's a. Uh, you know, it's a dilemma. It's a pickle. It's a, it's a pickle, Rick. <laughs> it's, it's a pickle, Rick, for sure. Definitely, yeah. Uh, <coughs> it's. I'm just. I'm just staring at it right now while we're talking about it. And like, it's so big that like when I it like literally like when I'm in the in like my room is not that big. So like you know if I'm in like the chair at my desk, like I have to move the porg onto my bed, and my dog is sleeping with it right now. And then if I'm going to get on my bed, I have to move it into my chair because it's the only place I can put it in the room that, like, literally, it's the only other, like, there's no nowhere else to, to stick it. And and so then when I wake up in the morning, <laughs> I look, and this giant-ass fucking porg is staring at me from the chair, just, like, creepily, like, I don't know, you know, just, like, is watching me all night. So that's how I've been waking up in the last few days. And it's a little like it's kind of like simultaneously comforting and disconcerting because it's really adorable. But it's also kind of like has these giant dead eyes at the same time. So, you know, uh, it's double edged shit sword. Yeah, it looks like. uh, They're going for about 250 to 600 bucks. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like yeah. they're yeah, they're they're in in uh, most of them that I looked at were doing like local pickup only yeah. on eBay or whatever. But in places like New York, yeah, they're going for like five six hundred dollars. Yeah. But I don't know. Like you know, I might just throw it up on there and see if anybody takes it for like mm-hmm. three or four hundred. And if they don't, then I'll just fucking keep it. But uh, it's kind of insane. Like if I keep it, I'm probably gonna. Like I, I, I probably I feel like I should turn it into a costume though, because it's that it's that big and it's like I, I feel like I almost have a responsibility to. <laughs> like it would be so it would be so cool and it wouldn't be that hard. I, yeah, I'm like looking at pictures of it online, and it's it's quite an amazing. Like I said, though, I mean, honest to God, you have to see it in person and drag it out to your car and stuff it in there and then, like, sit next to it on a couch to really, like, feel the intensity of how big it is. Like, honest to God, you can't, like, Chris, even as tall as you, like, you're, what, you're way taller than me even, but you honestly probably could barely get your arms around it. Yeah. Like, it's insane. 
And I think I was reading online that there's a thousand, or there's 500 stores across the country that did it or that had that promotion. Then there was two per store. So I guess that means there's, there's only a thousand of them. But I don't know if I like, I, like, it's kind of like I said, it's kind of a huge inconvenience in my life. But I also really love it. So it's like, you know, but, you know, $500 is a lot of money. So it's $500. Cost, $500. Like I said, there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of ins, there's a lot of outs, there's a lot of what have you. You know, there's a lot of play here. Because like I said, uh, but but is like is, is the ability to make that costume and have that worth $500? Like, all, kind of. So these are the decisions. This is why I, this is what keeps me up at night. <laughs> closest one I can find is 360 bucks in New York Mamarone. yeah 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 dude they're uh, it's kind of crazy I, I I didn't really even think about selling it at first and then well no I'm, I'm, tempted, might... <laughs> I'm tempted to buy one now just cause because oh but... dude hey how much do you want it for <laughs> I don't I don't know <laughs> I, I might <laughs> Three hundred dollars, and you pay for the shipping costs because that'll be insane. That'll be probably another hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, I. But then again, I have to accept the fact that I'm just gonna have a giant porg in my life now. That's, that's... As long as you have room for it, I just don't, honest to God, have any room. Like I kind of want to put it in my car. Like if I had a bigger car, I'd love to put it in, like the passenger seat and just drive around. With it. I don't. But then really... again, somebody would probably fucking break into my car and steal it. But. I don't really, unless I want to, like, sleep with it every night. It's, dude, but, like, which uh, it's so amazing to, like, snuggle with or just, like, hug or, like, lay down against as a pillow. It's just, like, dude, it's so, like, they, they made it out of some, like, amazing, like, snuggly shit. I, I, I kind of want to just, like, see it in person, to be honest. That's but, the thing is, like I said, the pictures, you know, yeah. it gives you a certain amount of it. But until you behold it in in person, it it really doesn't, like, it's sitting here right in front of me, like, it's a behemoth. Like, it's, it, I can't even see the other side of its face because it's so big. <laughs> anyway. That was by Force Friday. It was pretty great. Uh, yeah. Oh, and also, uh, I managed to. They only had. So when I dropped by that Target, apparently the Target exclusive was that Executioner Trooper who has like the black Braveheart paint stripe down his face with the like sweet ass electric axe thing that he has. I don't know if you saw that uh, on some of the like promo art or whatever. Um, and they only had like six of them, but I was talking to. It's funny, dude. There's like out here in Portland, honestly. There's like, there's like a couple dudes that I just like always happen to run into at the same fucking like uh, toy stores at the same time. It's just hilarious. Uh, but I was talking to one of them, <clears throat> and uh, he's like, "Yeah, I've grabbed, managed to grab one of the six executioners, but the box has a fucking crease in it." And I was like, "Oh, that sucks." And I was like, "Yeah, it wouldn't really bother me." Like. I fucking open all my shit, and he's just like hands it to me. He's like, "Fucking, all right, dude. Yeah, if you want it, go buy it." Cause like I'm gonna wait for one that's not done that fucked up box. And I'm like, "All right, yeah, fucking, I don't care." 
Cool. So I managed to grab an executioner trooper and a, a really fucking dope uh, ray. It's like a it's like a rebel propaganda or like a resistance propaganda poster, but with like ray and a lightsaber and like I don't know, it's fucking dope. Um, but the funny thing is, so like at Toys R Us. There was this guy I was talking to, and I fucking forget his name is escaping me. But uh, he was at celebration, and we were talking, and we both we realized that we were both in the uh, uh, Chris when we the first day that we morning that we got there that like overflow room that we were in. Oh yeah. Watch the 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 uh, the 40th anniversary panel. He was in that same room. <laughs> it's funny, like cause we got to talk. You're like, oh shit, yep, yep, that's right where we were too. Uh, and then later, me and that dude were at uh, Target, and, and we were talking to one of the employees there while we were waiting around for this raffle to start, and and we started getting to realize, like, oh, shit, like, he was, uh, the guy, the Target dude that worked at Target was uh, sleeping, like, two rows over from us in the overnight line uh, for the Last Jedi panel. <laughs> it's just funny, like, yeah, just, like, at this, I don't know, fucking store at, like, 12 o'clock and fucking, you know, not really that even big of a part of Portland, like, kind of on the outskirts of Portland, just, like, run into two people that we happen to, like, be in the same room yeah, with, no, that's insane. you know, twice, six months ago. I just thought that was funny. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that Target was pretty tapped out by the time I got there. As far as like any of their merchandise, they did have the uh, the sixty dollar uh, Ray speeder and the Luke speeder, which are cool, and I probably would get eventually if they go on a little bit of sale or something. But uh, I just can't justify it at the time since I had already bought the whole fucking first wave and whatever. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I had a pretty good Forks Friday. Yeah, the one thing I, I was. I was probably gonna buy the, uh, I guess the ATM6 Lego, but I think I'll just wait till it's on the Amazon for like, usually it's like twenty dollar, twenty to thirty dollar discount in like a couple months. Yeah, right. That's the thing. It's like I, I there's an urge to just buy all this shit yeah. right away, which I I started, but like it's gonna all go on sale in a, you know a few months probably, like you said. Yeah, because I, I think you can get like the uh, pose black x-wing which i got i think on f- last for on the original force friday i think it was leaving me like 90 or 100 bucks somewhere between like 90 and 100 bucks and i think we can get it now for like 60 right it's just tough to have patience sometimes yeah. on that stuff yep yeah i mean yeah like i said i already bought the whole first wave and then three or four more after that dude the Moz is dope though i wish i would i like i almost wish i would have picked that up but the general layer is fucking sick like i'm really glad i got that one but it's yeah the the maz kanata black series is 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 gonna be a hard one to find i think it seems like any of like the odd sized figures become hard to find for sure yeah like yoda like r2 yeah yeah um well, shit, uh, did you guys uh, see the uh, the stuff they released on StarWars.com about, like, the, uh, the, 
the different capital ships and the sort of like pictures and stuff that they added to their, I don't know, database or whatever it is. Yeah. I glanced at it. I haven't go very deep into yeah, it. Yeah, I so. think I just saw like through other articles and like little screenshots of it, but I, I, I'm actually going to go to the StarWars.com to actually get the full res. But yeah, it's a. Uh, I guess do you want to talk about it since you. Yeah, I mean, it's just like a couple of pictures and a couple little blurbs, basically. Uh, but it's kind of cool. Like, you get to see a first look at. at uh, uh, I guess where is Snoke's <clears throat> uh, star destroyer, or his you know his personal star destroyer uh, called the Supremacy, which is kind of like a uh, a different. It, it's it, it's kind of hard to describe exactly. It's like almost like a, a a very like shallow angled triangle, and it's kind of yeah. like really wide, uh, but it. It, it kind of looks like a long diamond shape that's been cut in half. I don't fucking know. Yeah, like, what, are those, <laughs> you, like, you got, what are those, like, stealth bombers? How would you describe it? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good, that's a good, like a giant-ass motherfucking stealth bomber is a yeah. good, but it's even kind of stretched out even a little. But that's a, I think that's a good yeah, way the, to describe the, the it. Me too, yeah. I, I think... Uh, it's somewhat inspired by uh, the Super Star Destroyer, but like, you know, they've they've taken it in a different direction and kind of like sliced it in half and and shaved down a little bit. Uh, I think the the one one of the cool things that you get to see for the Resistance though is that one of their capital ships is called the Radis. Yeah, I, I think is, that's that's awesome. Yeah, that's yeah, it's fucking dope. Uh, and some yeah, it's a Mon Calamari cruiser. I mean, yeah, which makes sense. Uh. But it says, uh, while much smaller than the Supremacy, the Radis is still nearly three times the size of Admiral Akbar's flagship Home One from Return of the Jedi. Uh, also, you have to admire the name, which is face tribute to Admiral Radis, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, yeah, I think that's a really cool idea. Uh, they, they try to explain the size of the Supremacy. Uh, basically, that it's 60,000 meters long and... The Super Star Destroyer from the original trilogy was only 19,000 meters. So, like, it's basically three times as big as the Super Star Destroyer is what they're saying. So, okay. that's, that's crazy. Uh, oh, this is, like, a sidebar or a, a little tiny thing. But, like, I think we talked about last time about how, like, oh, what's going to be the new uh, giant most most pieces in a lego set ever oh wouldn't that be lame if they just like they're like oh look it's the millennium falcon again with slightly more pieces yeah it's it's but but it, it's but there's a few more pieces <laughs> and i think it's like a 700 dollar price God, tag. it's 800 dollars yeah, 800 dollars <laughs> Eight hundred fucking dollars, and guess what? It's the same shit with like two hundred more pieces. Oh man, why not make it the supremacy if that's like basically the biggest ship other than the Death Star that probably has ever existed in this universe? Why not make that shit be the fucking biggest set? Ever? You know what I mean? Like why? Oh, let's get another Millennium Falcon. 
Like, I love the Millennium Falcon, but, like, let's get some other shit in there. Yeah, and not only have they done, like, the Millennium Falcon before, like, it's they've had an Ultimate Collector series of it, right? Well, I think at least one. Yeah, at least yeah. one. And there's probably... But even if not... No, go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, that's... That's what I mean. Like I, I, I remember I was looking online and there, I think it was only like two or three hundred dollars for the older model of it. So it's like I would probably just buy that. Yeah, totally. And 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 even if there's only, I think there is maybe only the one Ultimate Collector's model. But even yeah. like, even still, there's like two or three at least versions of yeah. the regular Lego Millennium Falcon. There's been at least. I want to say at least three of those that have come out over the years, uh, including the one that came out for Force Awakens. There'll probably, I'm sure, there'll be another one that comes out for Last Jedi. That's like you know has a few different pieces and a few different characters or whatever. But uh, yeah, like I don't know, like it just it's just like yeah, Lego is usually a little better about giving some fucking variety. So I was kind of hoping it would be something that I was like, wow, wouldn't that be fucking boring if that's what they did? And they're just like, oh, look, it's... Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I, you know, that's what they did. So, what you, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, you guys want to talk uh, about a little bit of Rebels? Rebels, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm in. <laughs> I think uh, the trailer kind of like wet or got my taste buds ready for it. All right, when yeah, did it start? Coming up, uh, yeah. October sixteenth. Yeah, so you got like okay, a month and a half or so. Month and a half. Yeah, five six weeks. Yeah, I'm excited. Let's do it. Final season. Yeah, and I'm actually like I was thinking about this. Like I'm kind of glad that I, we saw the. Uh, the preview screening at Celebration, we only saw the first episode, of, first half of the episode, so, like, I'm kind of hoping, well, I don't know if it's official yet, but usually I do, like, the two-part episode, so I'm hoping uh, I actually can watch something new on the 16th, but either way. Oh, so. you, for sure, you will, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I saw some people saying on Twitter, so, I, I, like, I think it was Fan Expo Canada that was this weekend. Uh-huh. Where they premiered the trailer, uh, they I saw some people on Twitter who were there who said I, I was like, oh, did they, uh, did they show the second part of the thing that they showed at Celebration? And they said, yep, and it was awesome. And they said it was the best season premiere of the entire series. And I and I mean, like, that's from those... somebody who like loved the Spark of Rebellion and loved the episode with Vader. Uh, where he comes in and wrecks shit in his TIE fighter. So, yeah. Uh, I'm very excited, but yeah, no, go ahead. Yeah, I was just saying, like, to me, like, Rebels always had this, the season premiere and the season finale, for the most part, have always always been solid. And if they're saying that this is the best one yet, I'm only more excited. Excited. Yeah. Yeah. Kanan and Hera almost kiss, and then don't. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, dude, the X-Wings are dope. I was excited to see that. Excited to see more Saw Gerrera. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I think it's dope that they're bringing in Rook. 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 I don't know how the fuck yeah. you say it. Rook. I'm trying to say it. It's not going to work. 
uh, from fucking expanded universe. That's the thing that like still confuses me about people who get so upset about the expanded universe. Like they are bringing in the coolest, most like you know the most interesting elements in the expanded universe. They're starting to bring it. Like to me, the fact that Thrawn is in there at all, that there's books and fucking graphic novels and all kinds of shit coming with Thrawn. That like to me, that shows that they're invested in in continuing the legacy of the expanded universe in a meaningful way. So I don't really get all the fucking piss and vinegar that there's been about it. But, yeah, yeah, it's interesting to see sort of the conflict between Thrawn and and, uh, uh, Tarkin, and to hear Krennic get name-dropped in there makes me hope that maybe we'll get to see Krennic show up and that's the interesting thing that you know now that like rogue one's done all those characters are done it doesn't mean that we'll necessarily we'll never get to see them again because like you know timeline wise now we're right before rogue one so i'm hoping we get like a you know a fucking mendo cameo you know even just for a short little one or or i dude i would love to see a little fucking cassian and k2 cameo I think that would be awesome. They they show in the trailer they're going to Yavin base with Hot Callus. Uh, you know, it, 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 it <laughs> like I think there Mon Mothma's in there, Bail Organa's in there. Like, I, I don't see why not. Like, yeah, why like, not throw some of those characters in there and, and give, you know as a voice thing, it, it would take them a few minutes to to record a couple of just throwaway lines to toss in there, and you know, like I think that would be really cool. Yeah, it's such a great opportunity just to do more with these Rogue One characters that I think, like, the only thing, like, disappointing about these characters is that the story has ended with them. So this is an opportunity to just get, like, more background or just more character development. Yeah, I totally agree. I think... But that's at the same time, like, what you just said is is exactly the reason why I... Like, Rogue One is still, like, I, I find it hard to stick into their other rankings that I, yeah, uh, you know, the that's, 1 that's, through 7 or whatever. That's but it, where it's going, one yeah. of my favorites, like, because yeah. of the sheer balls to kill off of all those characters. Like, I, so few movies, like, and that's just, like, a thing of me personally, but, like, I just love when a movie has the balls to fucking just kill. Like, that's why I love Quentin Tarantino <laughs> movies probably so much, because, like, he just doesn't give a fuck, like, halfway, two-thirds of the way through the movie. He's like, uh, all these really important characters that you just got really invested in, they're all just dead now. You're like, oh, <laughs> all right, what? Shit, yeah, and, and some of them, like, like, needlessly die. Like, Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. But, like, that's why I, I enjoyed Rogue One probably so much is because it's like, I didn't think they had the balls to do it, and they fucking blew my dick off with it they're like oh really you think disney's gonna be fucking happy go lucky like happy ending how about like the the fucking the guy and the girl don't get together and then they die in the fucking nuclear explosion on a beach <laughs> like you know what i mean like yeah, i fucking that's... dig that like i dig the brutality of it like i don't know like people like to fucking talk about how Rogue One, like, oh, it wasn't that intensive a war movie. Like, I feel like it was. I, I think, honestly. yeah, that's, that's... Everyone what... died. <laughs> that's what happens in war. Everyone fucking dies. Like, even the hero, who, even if they accomplished their objective, 
still a good chance you're going to fucking die. Definitely. No, I, I think uh, the way that Rogue One ending was definitely the perfect way to wrap up that movie and build it into the uh, the original trilogy. Oh, I, I, yeah, I think it flows really well into New Hope. I think, honestly, part of it, though, is maybe just that, like, I think people got over it so quickly because then they're, like, immediately turned their attention to The Last Jedi. Like, have you seen that meme recently of, like, the guy walking by and, like, he's looking at a girl and he's yeah. walking one direction he's, like, whistling like... You know what I mean? It's like, one of them is like BB-8 was the girl who's like implied that it's like his girlfriend or whatever. I think I was like looking back at the new BB-9E, like the black one, like the First Order version of BB-8. And instead of just being like, oh, like that's the hot new shit. Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, what what else is going on out there? Any other major stories? Uh, Ron Howard tweeted out a uh, 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 thing about uh, it looks like the Vision from the Avengers just joined the Han Solo movie. Okay, yeah, I think I uh, yeah. And is he taking uh, he's taking over the character that was. The guy from the wire, is that? You know, I wondered too, that. They, did, I don't know. I don't think they necessarily said that, okay. but I, I was kind of wondering about that. Yeah, I think I just probably just saw some fluffy articles out there about it, but yeah, I think that's a. There's a good chance you're right that that uh, you know they kind of had to rework the character when when uh, Michael Williams wasn't able to come back to, to do the reshoots. So that would kind of make sense. Um, uh, oh, so, yeah, so there was an article, uh, man, probably like, I don't know, four or five days ago, at least, uh, with uh, an interview with Mark Hamill kind of talking about how he think Luke has changed over the years or whatever, <clears throat> you know, leading up to, Force Awakens, and, and it was interesting to read, uh, I guess it was with the Associated Press, and he talks to him about, you know, Ryan Johnson and how it was to work with him, and, and uh, you know, about Carrie Fisher, etc., uh, but I was listening to, uh, uh, I think I talked about it before, but I was listening to uh, Steel Wars in interview with um, Anthony Bresnikin, who did the Entertainment Weekly article, and I think he made an interesting point that, like, uh, this movie is, you know, supposedly about, you know, one of the themes of, of meeting your heroes and, and that maybe it's not, it's all, all it's cracked up to be how, you know, Ray's meeting Luke and Rose is meeting Finn, who's like a hero of hers or whatever. And, and, you know, different things like that, but that, you know, kind of at the end of the day, uh, that, that Luke, Ray wants, he, he said something I thought was interesting, which is that Ray wants to meet the hero that is Luke Skywalker, the myth, you know what I mean? That she has built up in her head and that, that all that in reality, like Luke wants to meet that person too. And, and the point being that like, 
that nobody is ever like the myth that like you know what I mean like the story that like might have like been built up around them you know what I mean like at the end of the day it's a person behind that you know and and that like nobody is is as heroic or or perfect as as they might have been built up to be in in a story but but anyway all I have to say this that that he made an interesting point that he said uh the, the moment that he thought defined Luke Skywalker as a person was not uh you know not when he blew up the death star not when he dropped off of the thing in empire to you know fall down the hole to get away from vader not when he defeated vader in, in return of the jedi you know not any of these things but that he said the moment that defines him thing that's most luke skywalker about luke skywalker is when he walks up on that hill and stares out at the suns and that that's really still at the end of the day you know who he is uh, yeah, as a person, and and I thought it was interesting because I agree with I like I think I don't I also don't think it was any of those moments, but like it's interesting. I just thought in my head he was going in a different direction, and and I'll like so I guess I'll I'll, I'll like I'll tell you where my head was going, and then I'll like you know ask ask you guys it, what, what do you think about like what what your thoughts are, but to me like the moment that defines Luke Skywalker and, and who he is is in Return of the Jedi after he beats Vader when he turns to the Emperor and he's like, you know, like, strike me down, motherfucker. Or whatever he says. And he just throws his lightsaber yeah, down. And absolutely. he's like, no, nah, bitch. I win because I'm not going to fight you. Like, that's like the most Jedi, most Zen, like chill you know what i mean like yeah that's that definitely like, his nah, moment dude. like yeah it was like a, a a very like peaceful like no like i'm not gonna fucking fight you bitch like like i won i win by by refusing to fight and and so i thought like first of all that's where i thought he was heading with that when he started uh down that road but then once i realized that wasn't it uh i started thinking about that and then it started me thinking about uh, him in the Last Jedi, and how much I want him to fucking tear shit up with the fucking green lightsaber. But it made me kind of realize that like it would make sense if he doesn't because of that moment right there. Right there, because yeah. he says, you know, what I mean, like he wins by by choosing to throw down his weapon. And so, as much as I want it to happen, that like thinking about it through that lens kind of made me think like, fuck. I could see that really not happening now. Like now I'm starting to really like be like, fuck. All right. I get it. I get it. If it doesn't happen, I get it. Yeah. I think I've had a similar right. feeling as to like why it's, there's a, a good possibility that you, we don't see the green. I know, but it's frustrating, but you know, right. I mean, but anyway, my question is though for, 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 you guys though like so of all those different moments like what in your mind is like the mo the moment that like defines who he is um yeah I, I think that's definitely his like heroic moment but I think like if you ask like who is Luke Skywalker the answer to that question would be more I guess kind of going back to I guess Mark Hamill's image of hit of the uh, the kid on Tatooine 
looking out towards the suns and realizing there's more to this galaxy, there's more than what he's being told by his uncle, or and then if you get that sense when uh, he's training with Yoda and Obi-Wan, like, he, he's always questioning and always thinking that there's there's another way to approach whatever situation he's in. Yeah. Right. No, yeah, I like that. Yeah, and like at the end of the day, he's still just trying to figure yeah, out. Yeah, that's like, and that's probably what leads him to like shut down his like operations at the the Jedi Order after the the massacre and, and go off to Octu and find out more about what's going on. I don't know, Chris. What do you think? I I think I guess I don't know. Like I like that. I like what Matt, what you were saying earlier too, but I also like in um, I guess the, the Empire Strikes Back where he, you know, even though he knows it's a trap, he you know leaves his training to go to Bespin and uh, essentially putting himself at risk, I guess. For, That's for a Leia good one, actually. I didn't really think about that, but yeah, kind of that moment of defiance of like, you know what, fuck your training, I'm gonna save my friends. Because yeah, I think that's right. one of the best moments in Star Wars. Is like, right. it, I think that's why it has so much resonance. Because it's like, fuck all the rules, I'm gonna save my friends. And I think, yeah, that yeah. that, yeah, no, I, I like that. I, I didn't really think of that one, but yeah, that's that's yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's always seeking more I don't know yeah <laughs> uh well fucking yeah fuck should we uh should we talk some more then and fucking call it a day sounds good I'm pretty much I'm <laughs> exhausted <laughs> I'm poop right. man the, yeah. the draft the draft is stressful it, it is man <laughs> I forgot how, like, it's even more stressful when you take out, like, the part of, like, cause I, the fun the of fun a party, of, like, yeah, being at a bar together. Minus, and, like, minus the party, but all the stress. Yeah, yeah. so it's, but uh, we'll get, we'll get some <laughs> now. Tell your story about a woman I know. I come loving, steal the show. She ain't exactly pretty, ain't exactly small. Four, two, third, nine, fifty-six. You can say she got it Episode twenty of Roseanne. It's it's titled something like Toto. Toto, we're not in. Uh, Toto, we're not in Kansas anymore. Yeah. That, okay, it. so it is Kansas. I wasn't sure if it was <clears throat> Chicago or something. But this, yeah, isn't that isn't Kansas where where yeah, all that shit happened? Yeah, Kansas was. But I, I thought didn't Rosie take place? Doesn't Roseanne take place in Illinois or something? Uh, yeah, but I swear the episodes are called "We're Not." Yeah, in I, I, I think right, because that's a it's a reference to whatever. Yeah, but regardless of that, this this episode was a little too real this week. Yeah, I I agree. Yeah, but uh, basically, the they're 
I guess, town is under, like, a tornado warning, and, uh, I don't know, it's, it's kind of, I forget exactly how, how it progresses, but I know Jackie leaves because she has to go to the grocery store to pick up some things, and then she's kind of stuck out, 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 out and about, and then the storm worsens and worsens, and kind of everybody's either trying, like, Rosie at first seems like she's kind of just playing it off, like, oh, everything's going to be fine, it's just a, just a storm. But then as the episode goes on further and further, you kind of get that set that he, she kind of like lets her true true feelings go down that she is kind of legitimately scared about her family getting hurt or her getting hurt or so it's it's definitely a kind of a little emotional roller coaster they get you put you on there. I don't know. What do you guys think about it? Yeah, I see that. Like. Well, it's kind of an example of one of see every once in a while com- comedies like this try to take on like a serious issue. You yeah, know? yeah. The, the episode I saw actually had like a little statement from Roseanne herself at the beginning saying like, "Yeah, this is the episode where they try to jerk your tears a little bit." Right, right. But yeah. Yeah, I think you know it was. I think that that there's a good point to say like which she says a few times about, like, you know, staying calm and trying to, like, keep the mood light in a fucking shitty situation because yeah. it's not going to do you any good to panic. She's like, oh, yeah, you're right. We should just start panicking and freaking out because <laughs> everybody's, like, yeah. giving her shit for making jokes. But it's like, like, okay, like, that's what I, I would do in that situation, too. It's like, yeah. you know, like, because freaking the fuck out is not going to do anything. Yeah, like, like you know. <laughs> Each family member kind of reacts differently. Like Becky's all like super paranoid, saying like we have to stock up on groceries and go down to the basement. Uh, DJ's just DJ, but uh, Darlene is the one that's like, "Oh, cool! Can I go outside and play?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, chase a tornado. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah, overall, like. I don't know if it's just because there's been so many fucking, like, shitty-ass disasters recently in real life that, like, yeah, and, like, most of the focus of the episode is just, like, them, like, hunkering down while shit's going crazy. Like, it's really just more, like, stressful. I think, like, I watched that right before the draft started, too, so, like, it was just, like, amping up my stress level the whole way through. (laughs) It's, like, started out with that. And, like, the whole episode is just, like, building the stress and, like, yeah, it, like, calms down at the end and, and you know, their house didn't get fucked up too bad. But, like, overall, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it was a little too real. It was a little, yeah. you, know, you know, it was just, it was too much. I wasn't, I wasn't feeling it. I, I, I'd give it a seven. And I don't know if it's just because of, of context of when I watched it, you know, this week in my life, but, like, uh, yeah, it's a seven for me. Seven, yeah. You know, I, I think I agree with that. I feel like the same, too, especially with things like Harvey and, like, Montana's just burning. Yeah, completely. that's what I mean. Like, I, yeah, like, I know people who are, like, getting <laughs> fucked up by actual Mother Nature right now, and it's, like, it's hard to laugh about it as much. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll give it an eight just because it kind of, like, I see what they're doing with it. It's kind of giving you that kind of inside view of like how different people react to 
a different situation. But yeah, it's it's a little a little too too soon right now to kind of. I, it's 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 the timing is perfect as far as like what's actually relevant right now, but it's just it's a little too real to to really enjoy this episode. Yeah, it's funny how things happen like that because like yeah. this show came out fucking twenty years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like that, that's another thing like, that like must I realized must have been so terrifying like before we had cell phones and. GPS on her and whatnot. Like, when when Jackie's outside in the tornado, like, Rosie has no idea what's going on with her. Like, she could she could easily have had her car blown off into the side of the highway or something. Or I know. gotta say, I give the special effects a 10 out of 10 on this yeah. episode, though. Oh, for, dude, a sitcom, the, for a sitcom, the special effects were on point. Yeah, on and point, when they right? did their... Uh, they're practical cuts. effects. Yeah, like <laughs> real sex. <laughs> and the moments when like you could tell like they cut to commercials, it it, it almost like left you like it, it was so suspenseful and like so crazy. It would like no, just be a lightning it... strike that you know, like you. I think the the second set of commercials was like as soon as like the chair came through the window or like the mailbox, and it, it was kind of frightening to be honest. Like. Yeah, I think they did a good job of building suspense, yeah. and 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 yeah, it was a well well crafted episode. Yeah, I that's, just like that's why I, I, I just think I if did. I saw this six months from now, I probably wouldn't, you know, I probably would yeah. give it an eight or whatever. But like, I don't know. I just yeah, it wasn't really wasn't <laughs> wasn't in the mood. Yeah, yeah. This, this is the this is the kind of episode that like if it's if you're sitting down in the late eighties with your family. And like you, 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 you look at each other and say, "Okay, I, I'm glad I'm with you guys watching the, watching Rosie right now." But just watching it after the events of this week is just kind of like, "Oh, jeez." Ah, oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I fully agree. Um. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's about all I have about about it. Uh, yeah, we're getting close to the end of season one, though. We got two more episodes, and we're done with season one. Yeah, we've got through twenty episodes. So that's was it five months? Yeah, five uh, months. Yeah. Well, let's Jeez. see. Twenty twenty six episodes would be half a year, right? Yeah. Fifty two fifty two weeks in a year. So. Right. Yeah. There you go. All right, so we have four and a half months or something. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, something like that. I don't know. Twenty weeks. <laughs> that that I know is true. <laughs> uh, as uh, so yeah, we're still okay. Here's the thing, we're still fucking stuck at seven reviews for like the last I don't know ten weeks probably. <laughs> uh, so at this point, I'm just gonna try some like blatant ass, straight up like hardcore bribery. Um, but, so, if we can get to ten reviews, I'm gonna pick one of those three people that, between eight, nine, and ten, and, and, uh, I have a, uh, a, a Black Series Jedi Master Luke, and a Black Series, uh, uh, Episode 8 Jedi Ray. so... If we can get three people to review our show, one of the, you have a one in three chance of, <laughs> of 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 winning, and 
anyway, so that's at this point I'm just gonna like you know, just gonna keep trying to bribe people and, and, and see see if it works because you know, I, I only have so many uh, 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 tools in my tool belt. uh but yeah so i also have uh a vader and executioner trooper and the new kylo if any of those are more preferable to want somebody who writes review and wins but just let me know because yeah uh yeah like i said got the luke got the ray they're waiting for you you just have to give us a review i don't even give us a one star i don't even fucking care you just give us a review. Like just show that you, you know, just just take the time and the effort to give us a bad review. Tell us why we're fucking, why we suck. But, you know, you could get free stuff out of it. Yeah. And I, also I was thinking, if I keep this cord and I don't cut it up, again, though, it'd be impossible to ship, though, really. So it'd be hard to give that away to people. Like, they have to drive out here to get it. <laughs> <laughs> drive to Yeah. Well, anyway, save that for another day. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 about, that's about all I got. Yeah, it sounds like it does it. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. And, again, you can email us at hollandsnooks at gmail.com. Find me at Holland Sooks as my Twitter handle. I'm Sithifer on the Twitters. <laughs> uh, I get on the Twitters. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm Darth Matt Five Hundred One. All right. Good night, everybody, and have a good week. Thank you.